It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning and also on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from. Well, it's a Friday morning. Yes, the weekend is knocking on the back door. It's the 16th day for September of 2022. Have you had a busy week? Well... The weekend nearly here. Let's just get through Friday. I see that new data from Domain reveals the clear impact that we already knew the pandemic had on demand for regional properties around Australia. Check out this. This was really fascinating. The data shows that in March of 2016, the median price for a house in regional New South Wales was 425k. It took more than four years for that median price to rise by $100,000, so 25k a year. Then COVID comes along and within 21 months, prices had jumped 200k and by June of 2022, the median price was $740,000. There are some other breakdowns for other states that you can have a look at with this report. It certainly shows that regional Australia has gone gangbusters since the pandemic started. And changing subject, coming up next, we're going to be talking to Rich Harvey about the apartment market. And at different times, there's been negative media retention that's given apartments and units a bit of a bad rap. But does that mean there are some opportunities for you to invest? Well, we'll check on that next. It's your weekday real estate breakfast with news, interviews and predictions every morning on the Real Estate Podcast. Hey, if you're celebrating your birthday for this day of the 16th for September, have a fantastic Friday. You share it with the singer Richard Marks. He is turning 59. David Copperfield, the magician, is turning 66. And Mickey Rourke, one of the finest actors going at the moment, he is turning 70. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. It's the main centre forecast with PRD, selling smarter every day. Okay, let's head around Australia and check on your weather on this Friday. Friday morning and first we go to Sydney expecting a sunny one and 24 degrees. The opposite for you in Melbourne expecting the rain today. 17 is your forecast high. In Brisbane a possible morning storm with showers and 27 is your forecast top. And in Perth on our Friday morning expecting partly cloudy conditions should be mainly dry and 21 is your forecast high. We are just as addicted to property as you are. Every weekday morning from 6.30. Let's Talk Property, a podcast series with Rich Harvey. Well, the apartment market for such a long period of time has been given a bad rap. And with plenty of adverse news around, all sorts of people from mum and dad buyers through to experienced property experts have declared rightly or wrongly that units are off limits when it comes to savvy investments or home ownership. But our world has changed dramatically over the last two plus years 
and could right now in the current conditions be ripe to consider an apartment purchase. Well, it's a Friday morning, so Rich Harvey, buyer's advocate and CEO of propertybuyer.com.au is here to help explain the reasons on why a looming undersupply of apartments is likely to provide an excellent opportunity for potential unit purchases. And a very good morning to you, Rich. Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast. Good morning, Greg. Great to be with you again. Well, it's been a a busy week, Rich, and perhaps tell us why apartments have received negative media retention and been given this bad rap. I think one of the main reasons we've seen a lot of negative media around apartments is particularly in Sydney, there's been two major apartment blocks. One, the Opal Towers fiasco, which was out at Homebush, and the other one was Mascot Towers near the airport, where there were major, major structural defects. They're only a couple of years old, but these brand new apartments had massive cracks and massive problems with them. So it meant that all these poor owners who'd bought these apartments had to move out just before Christmas, had nowhere to go. And then there's a massive dispute over who's going to fix it and who's going to pay for it. The other thing that's happened with the off the plan market is that there's a little clause called the sunset clause. When you buy a property off the plan, there was a a clause there that says that the developer can cancel the contract if the property is not built and settled within three years of signing the contract. So what happened during the boom period, some of the developers went, hey, we could actually slow things down and sell these properties for 20, 30% more than what we originally contracted them to do, which is really, in my view, a very immoral thing to do. So there was some legislation passed to now prevent that. But I think a lot of the the issues has just been around the quality of the construction of these apartments. It's unfortunate that units have been given a bad rap because they are a fantastic alternative if you don't have the money to buy a freestanding house or if you just don't want the maintenance. The other thing is we've seen potentially in some locations an oversupply of apartments built. So for example, in Sydney, you had Parramatta where there were just a plethora of two bedroom and one bedroom units built. Uh, In Zetland, there was a huge swathe of apartments. In Brisbane, around Newstead, a new farm, There was just an an oversupply. It took a long while for those markets to really even out and and start to grow in price. So all of that bad news has really hurt the reputation of apartments, but I think the tide has now turned. Yeah, that uh, sunset clause, that is such a good tip because it is so relevant just to go through that with a fine tooth comb. But why do you think now the tide has turned and it's a good time to consider buying apartments? Well, anyone knows, you know, with a passing interest in property that we've been through tough times with COVID and the whole property market. But it's also been an explosion in construction costs where there's been little or no materials available, labour costs have gone up, um, and all of those supply issues has dramatically impacted the construction timelines. When a developer goes to build a project, they have to acquire the site, they have to settle the site, they've then got to get a development application through, then they've got to get a builder to complete the thing. So it doesn't happen overnight. There's often a mismatch between when a property development project is approved and when it actually is completed and gets sold to the public. 
What happened during COVID, there was a raft of projects that were supposed to hit the market, but because of massive increases in construction costs, they've actually been shelved. There was a great report recently put out by a great firm called Charter Kramer, and they showed that apartment supply has been trending quite low the last couple of years, even before COVID hit. So we had a period of oversupply between about 2012 to about 2017 in most capital cities we were building more apartments than we actually needed. But since about 2018, just before COVID hit in in sort of 2020, the two years prior, we were actually building around about 20 to 30% um, of what was required over the 10-year long-term average. So really, we've seen the volumes have not been keeping up with demand. And uh, we can talk more about who's going to be buying them, but that's a significant issue as to why I think it's a good time to buy, because a lot of buyers were afraid of buying into a market that potentially could be oversupplied with apartment, but now it's the opposite. Yeah, that's a that's a really good point. So that's the supply side covered, but what is going to drive the future demand for apartments? Because some will say that they're just kind of over apartment living. Yeah, Craig, the other side of the equation is demand and, and that is going to be driving prices higher. One of the greatest challenges for buyers at the moment is simply affordability. We've had obviously a massive boom since late 2020 to the start of 2022. Units are going to be attracting buyers that want to get into the market and they've got a more affordable entry price. So I think demand is going to continue to ramp up. Cost of living pressures, rising interest rates, you know, getting finance approval, people with tight budgets, that's going to mean people shift their attention away from freestanding houses toward apartments. But I think one of the most compelling arguments is the rental crisis and what that is going to do to our market in the next couple of years. So the demand for rental property is not softening anytime soon. We're seeing our existing population literally crying out for rentals. I mean, I saw the vacancy rates yesterday and they're getting even lower and lower. We are absolutely in a rental crisis. That recent jobs and skills summit they had the other day, they increased the migration program to a ceiling of 195,000. But I see with all this increased population, increased migration, is that we're going to see rising demand from investors. We're going to see first home buyers going back into the apartment market. There's definitely opportunities in that apartment market. And what are your key tips when choosing the right type of apartment to buy? What should buyers look for? There's several key things to look for. Number one is always its location. You know, once you buy that property, you can't move it. So the first thing is get the location right. Make sure it's close to shops, schools, transport, amenities, education. So the second thing I look for, Craig, is the floor plan. Look for good flow, good storage space. You don't want the kitchen right next to the front door. You know, a floor plan that really, really is appealing and makes really clever use of a smaller space. Third thing I'd say, Craig, is aspect and orientation. Make sure there's plenty plenty of natural light coming into the property. I love apartments that have got some kind of uniqueness. So what I mean by that is good old Harry Triggerboff builds thousands and thousands of units, but they're all the same. I like to buy in boutique blocks. Uh, I like to buy in blocks of apartments that are really appealing to, to the eye and really appeal to the owner occupier. The other thing I like to buy, Craig, is properties that have got uh, high quality finishes and fixtures. You know, it's got to really stand the test of time and, and not be built with cheap melamine cupboards. 
Another key thing to look for, Craig, is strata fees. Make sure when you're buying either a new or existing apartment that you check what the strata fees are going to be and make sure they're not over the top. And also try and get some insight, if you can, into the body corporate politics. There's a lot of dysfunctionality when it comes to body corporates, as you can probably imagine. Everyone wants to be the kingpin and have their say and complain about things that aren't done, but make sure it's a working and functional body corporate. The other thing to look for, Craig, is is the neighbourhood and the demographic. Try and get an idea of of what your neighbours are going to be like and and sort of their ages and stages because if they're all got screaming babies or all play rock music till midnight, you know, it may not be the ideal type of location for you to to buy in. And look at the noise transference. If it's a really good quality construction with double glazing and really solid flooring, then that's going to really help you to have a peaceful night's sleep. Yeah, and you talked about the the rental crisis, which brings me on to this point. People will be very interested in potential yields when buying apartments. Who are the investors, do you think? Well, Craig, the investors are coming back. We're starting to see more and more inquiries um, to our buyers agency from investors going, hey, look, I see that the rental market's really improving. So they're interested. And I think apartments will be in that, that price range. But just to go back to basics, Craig, to explain to your listeners, yield is simply calculated by taking the weekly rent times it by 52 and divide by the purchase price. So yield is simply what we call a representation of the cash flow of the asset. It's what the cash that it throws off. Now, the yield on an apartment is typically higher than a freestanding house simply because the purchase price is lower relative to what you're going to be getting in rent. But with such low vacancies, we're starting to see those those prices and yields kick up. So in Sydney, for example, in Melbourne, we've been seeing yields around 3.5%, maybe 4% for some apartments. But I expect that type of yield number to rise as prices are, are lowering at the moment and because rents are rising. So the equation is working out quite well for the investor. In Brisbane, we're starting to see yields uh, around the 5% or higher. But what I would caution people about buying apartments in potentially higher yield areas is to make sure that they're buying it that's going to suit their investment style because the higher the yield, often it might be the case that you may be getting a lower or zero capital growth. Craig, the other warning I'd say for people is buying apartments like places like Dockland or in South Bank in Brisbane is investors all raced in there when everyone else was. They bought their apartments, but they languished in capital growth for literally five to 10 years. They were getting an average yield, but they weren't getting any capital growth. So it's really important that investors do their homework and uh, and understand what the yield is going to be. And one of the tips I'll give you, Craig, is to get a high yield. You could also look at doing a furnished rental, executive rental, or even short-term letting through an Airbnb style of arrangement. And there are always risks around buying property, but what are the biggest risks when buying an apartment? You mentioned, of course, the sunset clause, which was uh, really relevant. What are a couple of others? Let me give you a, like five quick tips. Firstly, I've mentioned it before, check out the, the body corporate fees. If a, an apartment block has lots of pools and gyms and lifts, that couldn't mean that that really eats into your yield. Like a high quality developer like Mervac, they do really great internal fit outs and all of their infrastructure, but they actually have quite reasonable strata fees that stay very stable. Uh, second tip I'd give is buy. be careful of buying in areas where there's going to be a rapid escalation in the number of apartments being built that's going to saturate the market and dilute prices. So do keep an eye on the local council and if there's a rezoning and if a lot of new apartments are going to suddenly be coming online in the next couple of years. 
Thirdly, I'd say be careful about buying off the plan from an unknown developer or from a developer that you know has a poor reputation. Um, buying off the plan, you can be very successful and there's some great developers out there, but make sure you do some research on their, their track record. My fourth tip, Craig, is be careful of buying in areas that have got low rent demand. So a lot of regional areas, particularly, may not be, may not be suitable to be buying apartments in those areas where there's very, very little demand for rental property because people want to live in houses. And lastly, make sure you go and do a very detailed strata search. Check if there's going to be any special levies. Check if there's any ongoing issues or any kind of legal battle or kind of insurance claim that needs to be fixed or any kind of concrete cancer or water penetration problems. They can all be checked out by doing a detailed strata report. All right, so plenty of great information there about buying an apartment. And before I let you go, was it you that I saw up on the podium there picking up an award the other night? Tell us about that. Uh, you must keep a close eye on social media. Yes, look, uh, Property Buyer, we were very fortunate to win an award for excellence in the Real Estate Institute Award for Excellence for Communications. So, uh, yeah, it had the whole team there and we, we took out the gong, which was wonderful. Wow. Very proud of our team. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, you enjoy the gong, you enjoy your weekend and uh, catch you back next Friday. Thanks, Craig. Always a pleasure. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.